Hello and welcome to the 1 106 of a second photography podcast. Please do remember to give the podcast a review in iTunes. It greatly helps the show out and I'd really appreciate it. So now we're in January 2020. I've had my Christmas break and I'm back doing podcasts. And I want to talk about Luminar 4 because I bought Luminar 4 and I've used it. And now it's the time to give my review. So hmm, it's a bit of a tricky one. This has some very good points and has some very bad points and I'll tell you at the end of the episode what I decided to do about Luminar 4. So I shoot mostly in RAW, it's very rare I shoot in JPEG unless the camera I'm using can't shoot in RAW and I use Lightroom as my RAW editor. Now I started with Lightroom 4 some time ago and I've gone all the way up to Lightroom 6 and I've never had it on subscription. Of course I've had the mobile one to try out but I've never had the full Lightroom on subscription and I, I hate the subscription model. I'm also happy with Lightroom. Now I've tried other editors and I found you get different results and some, some things are better and some things are worse. So I used DxO's one a while ago when it was, when it was free and that was better for landscapes certainly and I don't really shoot that many landscapes but I did find it was better for landscapes. That's really because typically I shoot portraits, fashion or street photography and really I don't really deviate from those. It's very rare you'll find me doing a landscape photograph. I like to import all my photos, I like to rate them, I like to edit them and then I like to export them at different size with watermarks and you can do all that in Lightroom. It's not so obvious to do all that in other raw editors. So I'm always keen to have a one-off purchase and Luminar came along and Luminar 4 was heavily promoted and because it was so heavily promoted it caught my eye. And I had a look at some of the reviews and I had a look at it and basically I thought it's probably worth giving it a punt. But what really sold me on Luminar was the fact I felt it would be able to speed up my editing because some of those more complicated raw edits that you'll do in Lightroom, it looked like you could do them in a matter of clicks in Luminar because Luminar has very good automated processes and Luminar call it AI, although I don't know that it is true AI, but they say it's AI, so that's how I refer to it. So in the end, I signed up and I got a copy. Now I've never used Luminar 3, so I watched a few tutorials to see how Luminar 4 worked and I got it and it didn't work. It did not work on my computer. I loaded it and it loaded and as soon as I tried to open a photo, it crashed. So I went and I researched the problem and I found that my graphics card wasn't quite good enough. See, I've got an old desktop PC, it's Windows 10, but it, it, it started as Windows 7 and I've kept it updated by converting to an SSD. I've actually got two SSDs in it. The processor I've got in it is really quite good. It's an AMD, it's not an Intel, and it gets quite high scores for benchmarking and stuff, but the graphics card's never been great. It was an onboard one that came with the motherboard. So I am denied about what to do, and I decided to buy a refurbished laptop. I didn't need a flash one, I just bought a cheap refurbished laptop, because I was thinking I probably need a better machine. Having a laptop would be nice. I do quite a lot of video editing, so up in my machine would be really useful. So I bought a refurbished laptop and Luminar 4 worked on that. And I was really impressed because I could really easily improve portraits. I could change facial shapes and I could do really complex edits in a few clicks. Now, what I would have to do in Lightroom is I'd have to get the colors right, maybe get rid of some blemishes in Lightroom because that's what I do and then export to Photoshop to do more tricky stuff. And I've got Photoshop CS3 that I bought outright a very, very long time ago. And 
I don't massively believe in using lots of Photoshop. I don't massively believe in manipulating images so that they're unrecognizable, but I will do certain things. So if I'm working with someone, let's say I'm working with someone and they're incredibly slim, you look at them and you think there's nothing on you and then take a picture of them and it's a good picture, but for whatever reason, their body pose isn't right. It makes them look a bit fat. Well, I would go back in Photoshop and I would put it back to what my eyes saw at the time when I took the photo. I wouldn't make that person any smaller, but what I would do is go back to what I felt was fair. Now with Luminar 4, I could do all that in a couple of clicks and what might take me 40 minutes would maybe take me three minutes. And that was where I was really impressed with Luminar 4. So it worked fine on my refurbished laptop, which specs wise had eight gigs of RAM and was an Intel i5. So nothing to shout about really but suitable for pretty much everything. So the cataloging and rating in Luminar 4 was nowhere as good as Lightroom. What Luminar 4 sort of worked for was opening and working on just a single image rather than importing them. So what I would do is that, in fact, the cataloging was terrible. So what I had to do and what I ended up doing, you had this film strip like you've got in other ones, but it was so slow to move between them and you would have to sort of go into the develop module, I'm going to call it, the place you would edit it to see the pictures, to see if you wanted to use them because they appeared really small for me. So you ended up going into the developing engine. So actually what I did was I imported the same photos into Lightroom and I used the Lightroom rating and cataloging feature to decide which images I wanted. So in Lightroom, you can have a candidate and you can go through all the ones and then you can compare two side by side and you can end up picking the best image and you can pixel peep to your heart's content and pick the best image. So I ended up using Lightroom to do my image selection. So then I went back to Luminar 4 and this time it just wouldn't open. Now it's not like there were minutes between this, this was days between it. At the start of Christmas I started doing some editing and at the end of Christmas I picked it up again so it was at least a week but in that week it just didn't open. Leave it a week it, it just did not open and there was a trick to fix this. I went and I researched the problem but here lies the key problem and the key objection I had. There was a fix you had to not uninstall it, but you had to move files about, create new folders, uninstall it, reinstall it. Probably it made sense at that point to download the slightly up updated version. But what a hassle. And I also had no guarantee that it would work again. So I could do all that and then it could work and then I could have a problem or it could not have a problem. Now, what I liked about Luminar 4 was it saved me time in editing, but the whole thing wasn't saving me time if I had to go and get a new computer, if I had to uninstall it, if I had to move files and data around, that doesn't save me time. That's a real hassle. So in the end, I asked Skylum, the company who create Luminar 4, I asked them for a refund because I couldn't use it in its current form. I would have had to do some work to get it into a working state and I, I just couldn't be bothered at the end of the day. And also by this point, I had lost faith in it. So. If you have a high spec machine, if you have the time, Luminar 4 can be great. It's very powerful and the power lies in the automation. A few clicks and you can recreate that image that you saw in your head. It's well priced. I think it was maybe 70 pounds for me or between 70 and 80. But the problem is it's quite buggy 
and it's quite flaky. It did process better images than Lightroom. It did do a better job on certain images, but Lightroom for me was more stable, it was faster, it was better at rating, it was better at cataloging. And the other thing is it worked on a lower spec machine. So all in all, Lightroom is still the better option for me anyway. Now, I don't know which was better at exporting because I never got that far with Luminar 4 because it crashed. You see, I edited some images with Luminar 4 and then I stopped, I didn't export them and I should have exported them at the time, but I didn't. And when I came back to it later to export the images and do more edits on further images, I couldn't get it to work. So I have no idea how good Luminar 4 is at exporting. The other thing it can do is it can be a plugin. Now again, because it stopped working, I haven't been able to do the plugin option. So I went into Lightroom and I went with an open in and I tried Luminar 4 and it didn't work. Now maybe if it works as a plugin and it does a good job as a plugin to Lightroom, then maybe you've got the best of both worlds. Maybe you've got the cataloging and the rating and the reliability of Lightroom, but you can also use Luminar 4 for some quick edits. So if you're a Luminar 4 fan, I'm sorry, it's not a good review. It could be good, but who knows? And if you're a Lightroom user, maybe take my advice and maybe think about sticking, maybe just for now. We'll see how it goes. Don't forget as well to give the podcast review on iTunes because it would, it would really help me out and it would help me in the rankings. So I'd greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Goodbye.